You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Show. I am the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and it is my esteemed pleasure to be with you all here today. You guys know I love, love, love sharing my guests with you and and allowing them to share their words of wisdom and nuggets of gold with you to help us all step into unlocking our bliss so that we can really truly be in the essence of living our dream lives, right? That just feels so lovely and so nice. But before we get started, as you know, I want to tell you all, take this time to find a place to sit, relax, get something to write with, pad, piece of, um, uh, piece of paper, pencil pen, your favorite beverage, and just tell the family to allow you to have a few moments to yourself so that you can be the best that you can be for them after this few minutes of loving on yourself and embracing the wisdom that the guest is going to share with you. So while you're doing that, I want to jump in and thank the sponsors of the Blissful Living Show. The first one is Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U, Dot com. It is a wonderful, wonderful time to start unlocking your bliss. And they have a lot of tools and freebies for you if you really want to start unlocking your bliss, balance your wellness, wisdom, and wealth as we embark on this new path, so to speak, for this time of year. So freebies are just phenomenal. You just, just have to go check them out. Um, and I guarantee you will be intrigued. There's, there's just so much that you can get that will really help you. And, and a lot of it is free. So go to Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com, and, uh, you know, let them know, hey, you're here to pick up your freebie and grab your freebie and check around the site and, and let them know what you, your thoughts are with regards to what they have to offer. And, of course, if you're, you know, wanting to do, do a deep dive uh, into some of the things that they have to offer to help you to unlock your bliss, then you can message them there as well. Uh, the next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com. All Day Cable Inc. is a telecommunications installation company specializing in installation of voice data, fiber optic, wireless access points, audio, video, speaker systems, you name it. Anything that we need to have our network distribution back in stuff uh, operating effectively so that we, we make that connection to our customer on the other end, that connection is made correct the first time. All Day Cable has been in business for over 30 years. They service the Western region of the United States and they are located in the heart of Silicon Valley. It is a top 50 women-owned business in Silicon Valley and their clients, most of them have been with them for more than 25 years. So that speaks for the quality and the service that they provide to their customers. So if you have a need and you're a small, medium, or large company or corporation, please check out All Day Cable, Inc. Dot com. Next, I want to say is if you like this show, subscribe to the show so you can get advanced notifications of when the show is airing and the guests that are going to be on the show. One way that we can 
help them to make the world a better place is to really, really hone in with being unified, so to speak. And one way to do that is to subscribe and get, again, advanced notification of the shows and the guests. And that way you will be ready to receive the nuggets of gold that the guests on the show have to share with you. And some of the nuggets are really, really impactful and, and powerful. And a lot of people that have listened to the show are able to take away these nuggets of gold and apply them into their lives to have immediate results with what they're desiring to accomplish. So if you like the show, please subscribe to the show and share it with everyone you love and care about because the importance of getting the message out about unlocking your bliss in this day and age is key. So with that being said, let me tell you a little bit about the guests today. Our guest is named Karen Maloney and she is a beautiful gal uh, from Ireland that currently resides in Mexico. And what Karen is all about is, let me just read something to you. Uh, she is a certified strategic intervention life coach, Reiki and IET energy therapist. And what she does is she helps women to believe in themselves and manifest their desires inside first outside follows. Now, with regards to all of this, everyone knows that you cannot manifest your desires if you are not in that right spot. So we're going to talk with Karen today and see how, or see rather, what nuggets of gold she has for us to help us do exactly that. So Karen, I would like to welcome you to the Blissful Living Show. How are you? Hi, Michelle. So lovely to join you. And can I just say as well, what, what was that you said? Queen of feeling fabulous or something like that at the beginning of your intro? I love that. Yes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I'm all about that as well. We can all do that and we all deserve to feel that way in our lives. So I love that. And I love your intention of setting the scene as well to take a few moments. Really powerful. So thanks for having me. I'm really excited to join. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for your kind words. I've, I've had that title. Um, it was bestowed upon me uh, from a mentor of mine about 10, 11 years ago, and wow. it has just stuck. So, and I do, I, I mean, I do try to, no, I don't do try. I do uh, represent fabulousness wherever I go. And so thank you so much for your kind words, but I am curious about you now and what you do. So, you know, we're going to talk about the importance of self-belief. And what I want to start with is what actually brought you to this type of work? Yeah, so I suppose like many others who work in this space of helping others to become their best selves and connect with themselves and know the truth of who they are, it was my own journey as well. And kind of now I can look back and see how much internal conflict I had, you know, it's that sense of people pleasing, always trying to be someone or that perfect person for whoever it is, or to say the right things or to do the right things. And, you know, I was a person as well, who was constantly striving for I'll call it extreme perfectionism, not even <laughs> perfectionism, like the extreme 
outside of it. And I was always in my masculine energy. And again, I can say all these things now with a different awareness. At the time, I did not know any of this. I just, it was also normal for me to be, you know, wired to be constantly on the go, to want to achieve, push, strive, not rest, not take time out. Um, like I say, it was just so normal for me. But it's so, it's so far from the truth of who we are that I eventually just ended up completely burning myself out really, really badly. And I also went through a really traumatic breakup that just kind of exploded my whole world. And I took a moment to really, because also I've always been very curious. I've always been into lots of energy things and esoteric topics. And I was always reading that and studying it and learning it. And it brought me a lot of benefit as in, I really understood it cognitively, like intellectually, I got it and I understood it, but I was, I I had no practices in my life. I wasn't living that way in any way, shape or form. I understood it, but that was it. I I didn't have any (laughs) kind of meditation practice or consciousness or awareness, nothing. And you know, after these events, I really just started going inwards and really opening up to this idea of, okay, Karen, you know, I am the common denominator in my life. And I really need to start asking myself some different questions. And I really need to start living in a different way because I wasn't happy. I was constantly in that space of criticizing myself, judging myself, because I thought if I can judge myself enough, I can improve. I can become better, you know, but Mm -hmm. anytime we're going against ourselves, it does not work. And this comparison and not feeling good enough. And so they were two catalysts really that I suppose for me, I started walking my talk. I really started integrating and building on things that I had known intellectually for a long time, but had no practice of. I just totally shifted everything and started, I call myself an inside out coach and started living really from within me, listening to me, my calling, my hearts, my desires, you know, what makes me feel good and just shifting everything. So like a lot of people, unfortunately, we have to go through the challenges to really begin to make changes. But also that's why I do what I do, because we don't have to wait for those catastrophes to strike in order to make change. You know, you said something really beautiful, and I want to expand upon that. Mm-hmm. You said um, you went inward to find the answer, and I can completely relate to everything you say. Type A personality, you know, perfectionist to the umpteenth degree, you know, somewhat not controlling of others, but I've learned, I've learned you can't control others, but definitely want to be in total control of my life. And, um, I know a lot of people out there are listening and, and what you said really resonated. And so I want you to share with the listeners, the beautiful essence of how one might just be able to tap into that inward to find the answer because a lot of times we're so distracted by the external noise so to speak Mm -hmm. that we don't know how to differentiate from the inward to the external noise do you know we don't know how to make we don't know what the difference is and so can you just share with us some wisdom behind that because I think that's absolutely beautiful yeah For sure. And, you know, 
for me and for anyone who was or is that you know type a and always on the go <laughs> you know and this you're not going to like this answer because I didn't like it at the time but it is absolutely it was crucial and the first step is I had to slow down I had to slow down because only by slowing down did it give me the capacity to be to come out of my mind because when we're in that racing and you know pushing and just going and striving and not stopping we're living from our mind we're actually not present we are living totally from our mind we're living at the pace of our thoughts and sometimes our thoughts like they go fast so we're like spinning we're not connected and when we're in that space there is no way we can really hear or see or notice or guidance that's around us or we may be like "Mm, that's curious or someone mentioned something and that's the second or third time someone's mentioned it but we're too busy that we won't take the time to explore it so it really 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 comes down to slowing down first of all because and connecting back to our body because that was the other part of me I was so disconnected from my body like I literally Mm. lived from my head up like I didn't want to feel it was like distract keep going like avoid and you know, that's a lot of us, especially in the Western world. So for me, it started with, I started doing yoga years and years ago and really slow, methodical kind of vinyasa yoga. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely hated it. I hated <laughs> it for so long because when I was doing my practices, my mind was still racing going, this is so boring. You could be doing many of the world things. This is a waste right. of time. You have to do X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. But... And it was a mental battle for quite some time. But the reason that I kept going back was because I began to feel, and the only way I can describe it is this sense of spaciousness in my body. Because this was the first time I was really slowing down. I'd done yoga a couple of times beforehand, but never stuck to it. This time I was like, I am sticking. And I began to feel this bit of a space in my body, like, oh, just less tension in my shoulders, you know, my jaw a bit unclenched because again, I hadn't noticed how tense my body was because when you're in that state, you just keep going. But I was beginning to be like, wow, actually my body feels a little bit better, a little less tense. So it was that feeling that kept bringing me back to the mat. So for a good few times, it was that mental battle of, you know, just ignoring all these thoughts that were wearing and be like, okay, just bringing myself back to the present and just connecting to my breath, focusing on the movement I was doing at that time. And really the teacher that I followed as well was really good because she would often, if you're in a pose, she would be like, imagine your muscle internally stretching. So I really started putting my focus internally and that really helped the benefits as well. Cause I'm like, wow, I'm just imagining these toxins coming out and I'm seeing my muscles stretch and feeling relaxed. And Again, by being repetitive with that, it really helped me to slow down my mind a little bit. I mean, it did not stop straight away. It can still go, it can still go crazy at times. That's still my work. But that's essentially, that was the break for me. Because when we can reconnect to our body, when we can slow down a little, well, then we can have this little space to bring in a new sense of awareness or consciousness. And another tool that's super powerful is, you know, without even having to do yoga, is simply connecting to your breath. Mm. 
you know and I'd heard it I'd heard it a million times as well before you know put your hands on your heart or take three deep breaths and I was like it's a load of crap you know because I I I tried to do it you know, I tried to do it a couple of times, but I was still thinking too much. I was thinking like, am I feeling anything? No, this is a waste of time. I'm still in my mind. And again, with right. any of these practices, we have to do them consistently to experience a shift in our body. And when you experience that energetic shift in your body, believe me, you will keep wanting to do more. So it's, it is, a, that's why they call it a practice. And it's not enough right. to do it once. You know, we have to build, but even connecting to your breath, starting to take three conscious breaths or whatever it is, putting your hands in your heart and building that practice. And again, it's not going to happen overnight, but building that practice, even if you do three breaths every single morning and every single night and you do them consistently, the key is consistency consistently Mm -hmm. if you do them consistently there is no way in the world that you will not experience something happening in your body and you'll be able to come out of your mind and from there the world opens up oh my gosh whoa did you guys hear that she dropped nuggets of gold lots of nuggets of gold i could totally relate you know the beautiful thing that you share with regards to yoga is the vision of you know Mm. being able to visualize your muscles stretching i've done yoga for a long time as well and never had that visualization and sometimes even though i've done it for a long time sometimes i'm still in my head you know Mm -hmm. i'm still in my head because you got stuff going on you know life i mean it's it's an ebb and flow right some days Mm -hmm. i'm right on with the body and other times i'm doing it and it's like i'm going through the practice but i'm still i got you know i got this to do i need to do this so on and so forth but the visualization of whether you're doing yoga or walking or at the the gym pumping iron or you know what dancing in your house whatever it is if you can take this out of your head and, and imagine your muscles moving and stretching and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. It really, I think, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love going to the yeah. gym. I am a gym rat. And you best believe that from this day forward, I'm going to visualize my muscles mm-hmm. becoming stronger and bigger and tighter and me, you know, because um, it, for me, the gym is, is a way that I am stepping out of my head. And, you know, but to add this additional layer of just visualizing what my muscles are doing when I'm pumping that iron or, you know, doing that high intensity workout or whatever it is, will give me so much sense of relief and detachment from the stuff that's in my head. Because you can still work out and still be in your head, as you just said, but just the visualization (laughs) is just amazing. So thank you so much. I'm now, oh, I'm girl, love you. So now I want you to talk to us about really what does self-belief mean to you Mm, yeah um and I chose to kind of focus on self-belief a lot in my work because again through my own journey I realized if we don't believe in ourselves and our desires and possibilities for us other opportunities things of being other ways us being another way whatever it is we really won't go anywhere if we don't have that belief and I mean there's been so many studies done on the power of belief and that's why placebo pills work because you know if you truly believe something is going to work it has to work right so that's on the intellectual kind of cognitive level but for me as well the 
energy, the integration of self-belief, the embodiment of self-belief means so much more for me. So when you really learn to embody that energy and everything is an energy and frequency, to me, self-belief means having your own back, being your own friend, you know, yes, believing, trusting in yourself, but not just yourself in a higher power, in something else guiding you, but also it takes you out of that comparing. It, it, brings me anyway into the energy of realizing you know my life is a gift and I'm here to be me and everyone else's life is a gift and everyone else is here to be themselves and I can only be me in this lifetime so again it's that connection as well realizing my own enoughness but also it's it's a resilience to keep going it's that inner guidance that faith that belief that trust that you know i am worthy i am deserving i get to live my life as i choose to live it even if it doesn't uh, appear like someone else's or people don't agree with this you know it really is just such for me it's it's an embodiment of that realization and that energy and it's just super powerful and so much deeper as well than just the intellectual understanding of believing in myself you know you um you you said some beautiful things with regards to self-belief and i think a lot of times we get caught up in the fact that of this type of thinking oh i believe in myself and I, i believe i can do whatever i want to do but as we move forward down our path to bliss as i like to say um, things come up and that mind, that ego starts talking to us and saying, no, you really can't do that. Even though you thought you really could, right? And so the whole fact that just, you know, believing in yourself, no matter what the circumstances are, doesn't mean that everything is going to be peaches and cream because you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. But what it does mean is that you have the belief in yourself that no matter where you are on your journey, you will continue to move forward. You will continue to move through it. You just have to keep on going. And I love what you said because um, a lot of people compare themselves to others in this day and age and think I should be doing more. I should be getting married. I should be, you know, making X amount of dollars at this time at this age in my life or whatever. And and, and social media is just hugely, hugely crazy with regards to people the comparison stuff but for you listeners out there karen uh says that it's all within you and i think one of the key things that she said that is if you go inward if you go inward that is where you can really tie and tap into your true self-belief and so i want to ask you why do people why what is your in your opinion why do you think so many people lack self-belief yeah well even just before we go on to that question just elaborating a little bit more because all these feelings of not feeling good enough not believing in ourselves not feeling smart enough rich enough pretty enough thin enough whatever it may be (laughs) just to say like we all have them We all have these limiting beliefs and that's why the work is always from the inside out because it's always us debunking the beliefs, the thoughts, the feelings that we hold about ourselves. It really has nothing to do with anyone else. I mean, we may look externally and say, oh, look at them, that's so unfair. Why them or why not me? Or of course it would happen for them or whatever. But the real work is internally always because as that saying goes, you know, our only limit is ourselves. And again, that can be a difficult 
lesson to fully comprehend because again we can look externally and go well it's because of this and I didn't get the job and I don't have the money and da 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 and these are realities but the bigger piece is the stories the thoughts the feelings we hold about ourselves so just to say you know it's that's the work and it is looking at our own resistances and limiting beliefs. That's the only way we'll rise. That's the only way we'll truly get to embody our true path and that love and trust and belief in ourselves. I mean, on a deep energetic level, the only way to truly embody that is by doing the work as well, is by looking at these thoughts that we say to ourselves that we're not good enough, that we're not smart enough. And it's working on those. It's more resistances will come up, but that's okay because your resistances are just showing you where you're holding limits against yourself. So the work is always, why am I thinking this about myself? And is this really true? Like if we look at any of the beliefs that we hold about ourselves, and if we truly go within and ask, is this ultimately true? You know, is this ultimately true? Nine times out of 10, like, and yes, again, initially we might go, well, it is true because I don't have the money or whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. when we go deeper, it's like, is it ultimately true? You know, 10 times out of 10, it's like, well, no, it's not because others are doing it. It has happened for someone else, you know, someone who came from my background, they're achieving this, they're doing X, Y, and Z. So it really has nothing to do with the externals again it's all that internal work of facing our own fears moving through our own resistances rewriting new beliefs for ourselves that actually empower us that support us that elevate us as opposed to drag us down keep us small and keep us constricted and in fear and afraid to even try so that's the work and then you know (laughs) and then why do we lack self-belief well it's all you know, if we really open up the perspective for a moment, and if we think about it, any baby who is born is a complete and utter blank slate, a total and utter blank slate. They don't come with already preconceived thoughts or feelings or beliefs about themselves. No, they're a total, utter ball of energy absorbing everything around them. And when you think about it, we are given everything we are given our name we're given you know we're told this is my race my nationality my skin color this is who i am and we move through life learning who we need to be and how we need to be and you know that's obviously an aspect of us you know we're here living this physical material world so we do need roles and names and things to support us in one ways but we get so attached to this and it's often very externally focused on how can I build my identity through the externals as well? You know, through having the job and the promotion and the house and the marriage and the title or whatever it is. So we really, when you take all that away, and most people, if you don't do the inner work or you don't have a curious mind, you believe that's all you are. You know, that's the sum total of who you are. So if something happens on the outside, if you lose your job or you lose your house or whatever, it destroys you because you think that's the sum total of who I am these are just external circumstances and when we build from the inside things will always change things are always in flux but we don't lose our total sense of self as well so we lack self-belief because we've never been taught it we've never been taught to connect to who we are just beyond the material things and everything is just given to us and we just take everything on including you know societal or 
ancestral or generational beliefs like oh you have to work hard from money's always a big one you have to work hard yeah. for money or money doesn't grow in trees or money is yeah. evil and we just take these on without ever questioning them without ever asking or being curious going well actually is this true does this support me like you know who <laughs> one of my coaches i love her she always says there is no god or universe or source whatever you want to use there is no person in the sky with the chalkboard going no that's not available for you Karen. <laughs> you know, or no that's that's not possible for you and again it's because we get so wrapped up in what's passed on what everyone else believes that if we haven't sometimes seen someone in our close circle, whether in our community or town or family, do something that we have the desire in our heart to do, we kind of talk ourselves out of it because we're like, oh, that's just not possible for me. So, you know, we lack it for so many reasons. And because we're always comparing and trying to be better than others and, you know, trying to prove something and looking for validation. But, you know, again, and it's easy done because I was that right. person as well. And, you know, I lived that way in a sense as well, even though I never saw myself as a very materialistic person. But then when I went through this traumatic breakup, I actually lost everything I owned as well. We were living abroad and he said he'd have my stuff shipped back and nothing ever arrived. So I lost everything like oh. those bags, jewelry, sentimental, like everything. I was home in Ireland just on holiday and had a small little suitcase. And at first it was like so, I felt so vulnerable and exposed because I didn't have the money either to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. So I was constantly wearing the same few things and I felt really vulnerable and be like, oh my God, what are people going to think? And they're going to judge me and think bad of me and think I'm whatever because I have to wear the same top again if we're going out. And then just one day I called myself and I was like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. What are you saying, Karen? Like if someone chooses to speak bad about me or think I'm a bad person or not want to be friends with me because I'm wearing the same top again. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's on them. It has right, nothing right. with what I have on the outside. It's all about the inside. And that really put me in a different headspace as well. And I use the analogy that, you know, if we look at ourselves like a house, using the analogy of a house, we're very good at the walls of our house, like ourselves, the externals, you know, that material right. stuff, that show, like, look what I have. And it may not be like that, but we do it unconsciously like that when I didn't think I was that material person. But when I lost everything, I tell you, I was like, oh, my God, I was way yeah. more, it was way more subconscious than I realized. And, you know, so we build in our walls, we're constantly building in our walls, and we're very focused on our walls on the external. But like any house, if it does not have a solid foundation, it's not, it's not stable. And we yes. build totally in the external world, which is building on unstable ground, because we've seen things can change in a heartbeat all the time. Yes, they can. And if we don't have that solid foundation and connection to ourselves, like me at that time, the biggest thing I lost was myself. I just mm. thought oh, there was no hope for me. And then I was like, hang on, there's still a lot of me here. And I rebuilt. <laughs> so it's it's all that that's we need that foundation in ourselves. We need that belief in ourselves. We need that another way I talk about it, which sometimes sounds a bit crazy for people, it's on the higher <laughs> spiritual realm of if you think about it. We all live in our own individual universe. 
I live in my whole individual universe based off of what is going on inside of me, how I'm perceiving the world, how I'm interpreting things, how I'm receiving information from others and downloading it and interpreting it myself. It's all me. It's all me. Right, it's all me. Right. It's all me. It's, it can only ever be me. Like even I can have as many people close to me, but nobody else can live inside in my world bar me. So that's why as well, we need to clean that up. We need to make it a really nice place to be because if we don't feel happy and comfortable and safe and nice and loving inside of us with ourselves, first and foremost, there's no way that any situation or anyone or we can ever feel that in another situation either. I love what you, I mean, so many words of wisdom with regards to what you said. And, you know, it's it, the beautiful analogy is we are our own universe and mm -hmm you know, we should not be comparing ourselves to anyone because there's no one on a planet like us. There's no one in the universe like us. We're our yeah. own beautiful, quote unquote, universal superpower. And when we really truly step in and tap into the inside of what's going on within us, it is from that moment, that point that we can begin to change some things with regards to our self-belief so that when we exude that beautiful radiance that we're meant to exude we're not in mm -hmm. the comparison stage of comparing ourselves to anyone else mm -hmm. now i want to ask you this because girl i could talk to you for hours but you know, or, or, you know the time but takes just so one, i know just one more little thing on that though as well really when people expand their consciousness and that's why it's so important to connect to something bigger outside of ourselves as well because we're not just here on our right. own like with no support and it doesn't matter what the word is, but if you just think of creation, like creation, source, the, the beginning of it all, the sum total of it all, whether you call it God or whatever, creation makes no mistakes. And creation makes uh -huh. no mistakes. Like I am who I am because creation made me that way. You are who you are because creation made you that way. Everyone is how they are because creation made them that way. Yes, we learn habits and things outside of that that maybe might create not the best but their habits or behaviors but internally in that very core of all of us we are creation and we're all one and we all come from the same energy and that's why when we open up beyond just our physical material world and connect to something bigger it really supports us with doing the inner work as well and that connection to the gift that i am that you are that everyone is and we're all here experiencing this world together Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, I've got time for one last question, although I have 97 others, but one yeah. last question. Um, and this comes again to, with regards to our inner self. How can people actually learn how to control their thoughts? Mm. Yeah. And That's a big one. That's a big one. It is a big one. And the time is 11.11 here. <laughs> Same time um, here too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and this, this is the gift that comes with the practice because, and this is why we need to build the discipline and the persistence and the commitment to ourselves to feel it another way, to enjoy ourselves, to feel good on the inside because it doesn't just happen overnight, unfortunately. And believe me, I was that person always looking for the quick exit, you know, the, the, silver bullet solution and unfortunately there is no solution except the action the consistent action is the only thing that will help you to 
be in your power to feel more aware, conscious, awake, and to begin to be able to choose your thoughts as you want to choose them. Like you have that mantra of um, Queen of Feeling Fabulous. You know, we can create these things for ourselves. And the more that we say them, the more that they will embed into our energy and frequency. But we can't just say it once or twice. You know, we have to say it repetitively. So again, it comes back to, first of all, the slowing down. Because... We can't even begin to control our thoughts if we're not present in our body, if we're not present in the here and now. And again, most of us are not, you know, I was right. as well. I thought I always was because it was whatever day and I had these appointments at clients and of course I was present, you know, we couldn't do, do it if I wasn't. But the truth is we're not present and I was never present because my head, in my head, I was always 10 steps ahead of myself. Right. But the more that we build a body awareness practice, whether it's just simply building the practice of connecting to your breath, putting your hand on your heart and connecting to your breath, or whether it is something like yoga or some mindful movement, the more that we connect to our body, I've seen now every single time, my body is always present. It can never, ever, 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 ever be in any other moment but the present. Right. But in my mind, I can be in any dimension I want. (laughs) (laughs) I can flip from past to present to future and like timelines and drive myself insane. But when I slow down and when I reconnect to my body again, which is always present and come back to the present moment, now it's like... (sighs) I don't know how to describe it, but now I've built the practice so much and I still have to draw myself out of those negative spirals and, you know, catastrophizing the future and things at times. But the thing about it is they still happen, but we get the awareness quicker and we bounce back to presence and actually what's really important right now. And then we can consciously shift our thoughts as well from there. But even, you know, just even as a simple practice to try share with people is, because again, we're often not even aware of what we're thinking half the time. Or yeah, what was the time you're, just, you're just like running like a, uh, a run runaway train in our head. We're, yeah, we're not exactly. conscious of them. So just being what, in that present state, you know, and connecting with your yeah. body is I think, like, yeah, what was even that thought that set me off on this negative spiral in the first place? Or that has me feeling you know, this panic or fear again, because again, that thought precedes everything, but they come so quick, we often don't know. So even if someone is struggling with something, you know, repetitive, you know, they're always finding themselves saying like, oh, it always happens to me or things never go right. Or, you know, whether it's tensions and friendships or relationships or whatever, if they have a, a kind of a pattern that shows up a lot, even just taking a moment, taking out a pen and paper and writing down, okay, what are the thoughts I'm thinking about this situation? And write them down. Like I'm thinking they're annoying. They're really bad. You know, I can never do anything. Just whatever. Because again, when we do the action of just even writing it, we have a different awareness. It's, it's, it can still be spinning in there, but we actually, when we see it on paper, sometimes like it is a release and it's like, wow, sometimes you can even see it and be like, why the hell am I thinking that? You know? Right. So even by writing out, what are the thoughts I'm thinking? What are my most persistent, you know, with the negative thoughts? And just write them out and just see them. And then sometimes you can even ask, what might be the beliefs under these thoughts? And again, those beliefs are those deeper subconscious feelings. And again, there are blind spots of, oh, I don't feel worthy and deserving of this, or I don't feel good enough to 
have this desire or to actually have this relationship or to have things work out or whatever it is. Again, just always lead with curiosity. But it, the first step has to be slowing down in the first place. It has to be taking a pause. It has to be building some practice to even allow you to begin some kind of awareness and see actually what's going on and what are the thoughts you're thinking. Because now half the time when I catch myself back present, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like... Because when we're in it, the thing about it, every time you feel a thought. We do, Karen. I am so sorry, but we are at our time. We, I mean, we, uh, we can just keep going and going. It's a, be- it's, it's just a beautiful conversation that we're having with so sorry. many words of wisdom. Before that. <laughs> it's just beautiful. But um, for all you listeners out there, you can definitely, definitely um we're going to have karen back you can definitely you know tune in um not only to this show but the next one when we have her back and you know connect with her and and learn more about her beautiful essence as to what she shares she shared so many nuggets of gold and i i know i was writing incessantly as she was talking because it's stuff i know stuff i do but sometimes i don't always remember to do it you know i don't always remember to be um, that person, because you just get caught up in the external. But however, when we tie back into our internal, that's where the beauty and the magic all happens. So I want to thank you, Karen Maloney, for your beautiful words of wisdom, the, the importance of self-belief and how we can ebb and flow in life and still be that beautiful essence that the creation has created us to be so thank you so much karen mm-hmm. it's been just a pleasure a pleasure having you and i want to thank all you listeners for listening and tuning in and again this is a show that you should love and not only that but share it with everyone that you love and care about these lessons these words of wisdom that karen shared will begin to sink in when you continue to listen practice what she says and make it become a real important part of your life because without the practice there's no there's no change that will happen you can't do something once or twice or a couple times and expect to see results the results comes over the constant being aware of continually doing that practice so share the show with everyone that you love and love and care about i want to thank our sponsors blissful living for you at blissful living for you.com as well as all day cable incorporated at all day cable inc.com and until next time everyone this is the queen of feeling fabulous again subscribe to the show this is what you get when you subscribe to the show but subscribe to the show share with everyone you love and care about and uh, until next time i'm wishing you peace to your mind wellness to your body and tranquility to your spirit. Take good care and have a beautiful rest of your day. This is Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, saying goodbye for Thank now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.